Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now, use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now, Bet Online is where the game starts. What is going on, Bills Mafia? Welcome to another episode of Believe in Bills podcast. Obviously, with the Believe Network, sponsored by those guys at Bet Online. Shout out to all those guys today. I got two legends with me, as always. To my bottom, right down there, we got the Hall of Famer, Ruben Brown, in the building. We're gonna be celebrating Ruben this weekend, so it's, this is gonna be really, really dope week. And we got a really great show for you guys. And, you know, and a part of that celebration, we got the other legend, of course, setting everything up, my man, Mookie Hawkins, Coach Mookie oh. Hawkins, for those of you who oh. don't know. So, I mean, he, he kind of knows what he's talking about when he's talking about football, but, you know, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> a little something, you know. Um, but we got a good show for you guys today. Uh, Buffalo Bills, four-game winning streak. They, uh, you know, caught the Jets in a really, really bad weather. Uh, and it was a tough, gritty win against a tough, gritty team. Uh, you look at what Mike White did. I mean, honestly, I feel like his performance was special. Um, mm-hmm. He had a really good game. He took some really good bad hits and came back and was still performing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, tough, gritty team, tough, gritty win. Excuse the train in the background. Uh, Ruben, or what did you think about the win overall? Do you think it was a good win? I think it was a great win for the Bills. Um, it's hard to win in the NFL, even if you're playing the, um, the statistically really worst team. Took some really good. But I will say this: you know, the Bills went out and took care of business. You know, I I think what the Bills have done early in the season has left us, you know, wanting more from them. You know, as a team, it's kind of like that scene in Harlem Nights. When Della Reese go to the refrigerator to get the orange juice and, and Red Fox done left just a swig in there, like you you, you really got a taste for some, but then you ain't getting that full, you know, hit. You like, why you leave the swig in the bottle? You just go and throw the bottle out. But just that's what the is like. <laughs> you know, they're not giving us that full gulp. You want to go to the refrigerator and gulp down you know, Buffalo Bills offense and the tons of scores and the offense just going up and down the field. That hasn't happened because, you know, whatever wave that a team goes through throughout the season. And, uh, but the, the, the core and the key to it is the Bills won and the Bills are a team that knows how to beat any team, whether they're a bad team or a good team. And the Jets are actually a good team. And they got the potential to be in the playoffs. So um, 
the our Bills beat a good team. We we're just spoiled that we would like more points, but you know, by a larger margin margin or more dominating performance. But overall, they play well and strong and, and intimidating pretty much, I would say, because they commanded the whole game. I mean, you, you take a look at it and <laughs> they're on a four game win streak. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's can't not be nothing, a nitpick, you know? but we went four game winning streak. And yeah, it's like 10 and three, played play 13 games and lost three so far. I, I think it's safe to say it's doing okay. Mookie, what did you win think of the win? What's, yeah, what I, think I think we I think we're a little spoiled by how our Bills teams are supposed to win games. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, uh, any any type of win is a good win. Uh, this definitely was a, a, an ugly win. But when we play the Jets nine times out of ten, it's always a tough win. You know what I mean? Um, last year was rather easy, but you know we knew what Robert Saleh is going to build and and bring to this team, and he's done that over the over this season. And you see that the Jets are a legit contender with their defense and, you know, Mike White, he's a savvy vet and, you know, he went out there and proved that, but um, the bills just took a while to get going offensively. And, you know, that's the major concern with this team, you know I mean? Offensively, why they're not putting up a barrage of points that, you know, they first started out doing, but, you know, we got, I guess, spoiled to that. And when it's not happening, then it seems like, you know, all hell's about to break loose. But again, Around the same time last year, they were seven and six, and you know, they're ten and three. So, in the words of Aaron Rodgers, I guess we just need to relax and yeah. you know, let let things happen how they're supposed to happen. Uh, we know that the Bills are going to get back on track offensively at some point. Uh, they're still dealing with injuries, but again, they're still ten and three. So, a tough, gritty win. Uh, I like the way that the Bills are playing because in the playoffs, that's what you're going to need. You're going to have to have that that tough, gritty mentality to pull out the tough games. Absolutely. Uh, looking at the win, it was a tough, gritty win. And looking at it, uh, the, especially the last few weeks, the Buffalo Bills have been clearly made an emphasis on running the football. Uh, you know, they've done it more and more. Last week, they didn't do it a ton. Uh, but I also contribute. The, another contributing factor is that they didn't get a ton of first downs, so they didn't have a ton of plays, you know, to work with. Josh didn't throw the ball very much either. So uh, I, I had to ask uh, Ruben, do you think that there is currently balance in the offense? No. They, and I think they're picking a real tough time to – like they're really trying to find it. Um I was just talking with Jerry Ostrowski today, and he made something clear to me, um, which is a sign of an offensive coordinator that really does not really know the full scope of the team or their identity or has created an identity. You know, um, for example, the blocking schemes. And Jerry O pointed this out to me. I was saying it very generally, but... He is saying <clears throat> the type of blocking schemes, like zone blocking schemes and like that, or, you know, gap block schemes, traps and things like that. The Bills aren't committed to any of them. You know what I mean? They're not committed to a zone run scheme. They're not committed to trap block. They kind of throw a bunch of different types of runs in there 
and then, you know, passes and runs off. So uh, the issue is the coordinator really knowing the identity of the offense and mainly the offensive line. The offensive line can solidly pass Brock. We know that. They, I mean, they get in trouble with some high-profile pass rushes. But all in all, considering how many times they drop back and pass that ball, they lucky Josh ain't been murdered. I mean, and, and lucky that Josh actually can escape some of it because, you know, he's had pressure on him. He ain't been sitting clean in the pocket throwing, throwing his passes, but he's – He's been given some extraordinary time. So I go back to what Jerry said. The offensive coordinator needs to commit to whether he wants his offensive line to block the run in a zone fashion or a gap man cut scheme. Which one do you want? You know, because then that would establish you an identity for the offensive line. Then they'll know, and our opponents will know, like, oh, these guys going to run the ISO all day. You better be ready for it. Or, hey, they're going to hit that toss on you, and they're going to keep running that toss. See, that's the difference. One's a, a cut ISO downhill scheme. One's a zone run, run. Um, right, look for the hole, one put plant one foot in the ground and cut. These are all concepts that develop a, a running mentality. And I hope I didn't go too far in the weeds for y'all. And Mookie knows exactly what the hell I'm saying, <laughs> you know. But you have to have an identity in the run game. And unfortunate, we've all noticed, and this has been our complaint. Is the offensive coordinator's been happy with the success of the run game coming from Josh pretty much, you know, and the runs that we've done just this past week, you know, I think we did a few gap things. Uh, I think we ran a like a zone. I guess it was a zone, you know, but I, I couldn't sit here and tell you like, hey, this is straight up zone team like the old Denver Broncos with Terrell Davis. Or this is like a man maybe cut slash scheme like what they did with Priest Holmes in Kansas City back in the day. I'm, I'm dating myself now. But uh, that's what I'm trying to get to, like, get your brain to think. Like, it ain't just turning around handing the ball off. It's like, okay, what style of turn around hand the ball off are we doing? And does this mesh with our passing game, you know? That's why I see it's a big deal for teams that are like that make their passes through play action, a la the LA Rams. You know, you need a run, 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 set up the pass, throw it deep. You know what I mean? That's how they got their passes off. But whereas our offense, we start, we come out, line up, and start throwing. So, all right. Now we want to run. Well, what we gonna run? <laughs> we, we, don't have a, we never came up with a scheme to say this is the type of running team we are. You know what I mean? Right. And I could give them tons of suggestions, but nobody's listening to me right now. <laughs> well, speaking of suggestions, I was just gonna ask you, what do you think would be the most effective run blocking scheme or style for the Bills? For the group of guys that they got. Is I would say like a man slice 
that's where you can do like back blocking, cuts, counters, um, power is a big one. And then you just throw your little straight ahead dive in there. It's like a little bit of man. I wouldn't mess with the zone with these this group of guys. These guys are a zone group. But they have that matchup, get on a guy type mentality that you want right. to use it if you wanted to go downhill, ISO type thing. Or like what you see, you block down, peel one of the linemen out kicking so he can get out there on the perimeter or something like that. So that's the type of run game I would suggest for the uh, – uh, for the Bills, um, definitely do not run zone with them. It's not really the men, their man, the, the the men that are running it. It wouldn't be ideal for those guys. These guys are, I think, these guys are a lot more physical than they're given the opportunity to be. So, in that scenario with them running uh, this scheme, would you say that that is also compatible with who we have in Devin Singletary and Naeem Himes and James Cook? Definitely. I think them dudes can come straight down here all day. And I think what makes them uh, good, I mean, you have Reggie Gilliam also. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's one of the best fullbacks in the league. I know there aren't very many, but he definitely has his effective usage in the offense. And honestly, I, it's a wonder to me why we don't use Reggie Gilliam more, you know, when we have the opportunity to, but yeah. you know, that, I guess that is a question. You know, the, the main reason is like we we got we we got so much into passing that we felt I think the offensive coordinator is looking at the run game as like, all right, we'll throw that in. And when it really can't be that way. You're that run mentality, that aggression that you get in the run is all that sets up the past now you could the the beauty of buffalo bills and josh is you could be aggressive with the past but you can't forget the run and that's and, and just as we've been talking about this all year mm-hmm. we've been saying we're happy with the passing we they pass we're happy that we get knox involved we got mckenzie involved we got you know um Diggs is getting his you know, we got a few other guys catching the ball. That, that ain't even a worry for us. We're not concerned. We we actually happy that we could pass against anybody in the NFL. But our quandary, as people would say, is what type of running identity do we have? And Josh running the ball isn't a running identity. You know, I don't I don't believe that. Um because I say over and over, Josh is just too valuable to have him run and injure himself when we need him to throw the ball more more times than run. Uh, we need him to run away when he's in danger, <laughs> you know, but we don't need to just start him off running yeah. when he's not in danger. As, that's the, you know, me and Mookie was talking about that in pre-production. You know, like I look at it like the – the play I hate more than anything is when Josh catches the ball in the gun, looks around, and then runs up the middle. I'm like, I don't – I'll never understand that play. It worked once like three years ago, and he's been calling it more ever since. I'm not 
completely mad at like the sweeps to the outside. We run it a little too much, but I'm not mad at it. Um, You know, and the option is obviously the option. I'm not mad at that. But as as far as Josh is getting the football and then running it, I don't want that. Like I, I'd, I'd much rather him drop back to pass. If he, if you're gonna run the ball with Josh, let it be because he decided to run the football because there was Thank nothing you. else. You know. Thank so you. That, that's that's where I'm at with it. Hands um, down, hands down, Justice. You you are right on with that. And 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 this is the thing. It's a it's a coordinator thing. The O-line can't do anything about that. They, they can only block with the offensive coordinator, Carl. And, and you know, everyone knows a good running game, a good establishment, you got to give it a chance. You got to get, you got to keep trying to run that play. You might, first couple of times, you only get two yards. Hey, if anybody thinks about the history of Thurman Thomas, the, you ever play the old school? Well, I'm dating myself now, Justice. Tecmo Bowl? Not even the Tecmo Bowl. All of this, this was almost like a cheat code that everybody knew if you played with uh, the Buffalo Bills. Everybody oh, that played with the Buffalo Bills knew. In the first half of the game, Thurman was going to get a couple of yards. And, you know, if he got off, that just means you was really good scheming an opponent couldn't play. But in the second half, it was nothing you could do to stop Thurman from running. You could not. He, he in the second half of the Madden games and all the, all the video games, second half, you could not stop Thurman Thomas running the ball. Go ask all the video gurus. I mean, you don't ask any video gurus. I played the game. I know. I'm telling <laughs> you. I'm telling you. We played a played ton of game, and that's the mentality that you have to have with the run game. I start out in the first quarter. I only got one yard, but I'm not going to stop running the play because maybe something broke down. Or something. I have to run that play again several more times before I can decide whether it's successful or not. Passing is different. Passing, you run it one time, see the coverage like, up, oh, not gonna be able to throw into that coverage today. Yep. Right. You know, but run is different. It's like, uh, it's like I'm gonna keep coming back here. And you're gonna break soon. And you go based on the average. There you go. I, I think this team here is a more <clears throat> Is a more power gap scheme team. You brought yeah. in you brought in Aaron Cromer for that fact alone. To run zone, you have to have athletes from tackle to tackle yes. to be a zone style of of of, of a line play. Yes. We don't have that. Roger Saffold is not athletic enough to do zone. Mitch Morris is. Ryan Bates isn't. And you know, with the injuries of Spencer Brown, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. We're more of a block down kick out team. Yeah, that's something that we're not doing. We either running zone up the gut with a little running back, and I don't know why we're doing that, or we're doing a sweep. We're not running the edges. We're not trap blocking off the edge as we should. And as far as the RPO, I don't like Bill's RPO game because they're not pulling it and throwing it quick to a receiver at all. You know, in that RPO, it's so predictable. And when Josh did do it, he did it at a high level, which is baffling why they don't go back to it more. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I love it when they're in the eye because when you look at it from last year, uh, 34% of the Bills' offense was play action last year. Right. Right now, the Bills are like 15% Thank on you. play action, you know, this year alone. And, you know, again, the, it sticks out like a sore thumb. The inexperience in the offensive coordinator is definitely showing. Here it is. The Bills are on a four-game winning streak, but the offense is on a decline. They went from 31 points to 28 points to 24 points, now 20 points. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to ask Dorsey on Monday. I'm like, Coach, you're up 20 to 7 late in the game. Why not run the ball, you know, especially in the elements with, with Cook and Singletary? And, you know, he said, yeah, you know, some things I would like to have back, but we trust Josh. So, like, okay, so you don't trust your run game. That's what you're telling me. If you trust Josh on exactly 35 what he told you. to try That's to close out a football yeah. game for you instead of on third and five trying to find a way to get into Stephon Diggs or let your running back run that sweep or just go empty and just let Josh just wait, 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 and then take off and get yeah. the five yards. I'm not understanding what we're doing offensively, and it's just sticking out like a sore thumb, the inexperience in, you know, Dorsey's offense at times where, you know, it's lackluster, and, you know, we should be running the football. We have comfortable leads late in the fourth, and we're still trying to throw the ball. We're going oh. three and outs, oh. you know, because we're still running. And we're still passing instead of running the ball, you know. And I had to ask him again. I was like, well, you figure that Josh being as mobile as he is, you would have some at least some design rollouts for the guy, you yeah. know what I mean, instead of having him in the pocket like a lame duck. Are you going to start doing that now? And, you know, he said they're going to look into that. So maybe you start seeing some design rollouts for Josh instead of him just being a lame duck or a target inside the pocket because we're throwing the ball 30, 40 times, all right? And Devin Singletary is your starting running back, and he's only touching the ball eight times. But he still get five yards of carry every time he touched the ball. So I'm not understanding why he's not touching the ball more, especially in December. So it's going to be a lot of snow on the ground this week. Are we going to throw the ball all over the yard, or are we going to trust the run game? When they played New England, that's the best I've seen this Bills team play all season long. They controlled the matchup with the run game. Run game solves all problems in your offense, and Dorsey needs to believe in that. He needs to trust in that, and he needs to, like Ruben said, find the identity of 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 this offensive line you brought aaron cromer in for a reason because he's a more smash mouth physical approach power gap type of guy and we're not doing that i don't see guys blocking down kicking out on the edge i have not seen that yet we run sweeps and we run inside zone up the middle every single time and devin singletary gets one yard when they do that but when we get in the eye formation with the fullback man we're 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 solid we're ready to roll so it's like a box of chocolates right now with Ken Dorsey and his offense. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, we can all confidently say that that's the truth. Um, but, I mean, so, all right, so you look at the production of our wide receivers, and I think a majority of fans would say they are not satisfied with it, obviously, with the exception of Stefan Diggs. It's been a little underwhelming everywhere else. Um so the Buffalo Bills go out and they bring in two guys who turn this offense around to begin with, and John Brown and Cole Beasley. Um, first of all, Mookie, what does that mean for the team? And, it, I mean, does it mean anything at all? 
Well, it's, it, 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 it brings those guys back that Josh is familiar with. Josh has continuity with. Josh trusts those guys. He understands where those guys are going to be, where they need to be. He has, he has a feel for those guys. So, yeah, bring those guys back that made Josh Allen who Josh Allen is. You know, you know and, and now with all those weapons, you add in McKenzie, you add in Gabe Davis. Now, possibility you throw OBJ in the mix. Let's slow this thing up for the playoff. Now when you go empty, it's a problem against a, a defense because you can't double digs now. You got single. You got you got uh, Beasley back, who's an underneath technician, who's going to find those necessary holes, you know, in the defense underneath, and you know that gives the offense that balance it needs in the pass game because Josh has a problem with checking down. I'm not sure if he's really trusting the guys, uh, you know, and reference that, but he trusts Cole Beasley to be there because Cole Beasley been there for in the past three years. Cole Beasley had 90 catches back to back years. So that production has, has not been replaced. That production has not been replaced. So yeah, you bring in that continuity, something the bills covered uh, the most in, you know, we, we hopefully we should see a more comfortable Josh in the pocket now. Yeah, that's it. Hands down. You said it, Moot. Um, it's really all about uh, um, Josh being comfortable back there and what he's seeing. And he believes that uh, Beasley is going to help him with that. Um, I guess this is similar to what uh, Brady would do with Gronkowski, so to speak. You know, so. Anything to make Josh comfortable, I don't care. You know, I don't. I don't care that I. I never really thought much. You know, like uh, Beasley's a good player. You know, and what makes him great player is his quarterback likes him. <laughs> so if the quarterback likes you, and he get the ball out there to you, and he can't help but catch it. And, you know, and, and and Josh needs that right now, especially with what's transpired the last couple of weeks. We went and had the little problem with throwing interceptions and key times. Now Cole comes in, helps him get relaxed, get back to that relaxed Josh Allen that just throwing gun, using that gun all over the field, and everything should fall in place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean – <laughs> I'm. I think it's it's a really good thing just because you, you look at what I've heard on multiple occasions that uh, Cole Beasley taught Josh Allen how to be an elite quarterback, and I don't think that that's not true. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I believe that on some level, mm-hmm. um, you know, him being a, a, a veteran in the league who's mm-hmm. played with some pretty good quarterbacks in his own right and was at a high level doing it, being five, eight, ten, yeah, being generous. You know, 160 pounds after he got out the pool, like you know, uh, he and he's still out here, you know, being all pro. Uh, so I mean, he 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 clearly, and it, it's no coincidence that Josh steadily got better, you know, once he got Cole Beasley, and uh, on you know, Cole Beasley had all pro season and 90 catches back to back on top of that. Um, so I, I think it's a great thing, honestly. I want him in the lineup. As soon as possible, um, <laughs> because when you look when you look at Josh coming out of college, <clears throat> the knock on Josh Allen was <clears throat> he had this strong arm, but he wasn't accurate short to intermediate. So what the Bills go and do? You go get a short game technician, a guy that's going to be open for Josh underneath that could help that. Now for the first two three years, 
they really wasn't throwing the deep ball too much. I mean, when Robert Foster was there, no, that was it. But after that, those when Cole Beasley came, they really wasn't throwing the deep ball too much. They brought John Brown in, you know, to help, you know, that that you know to, to top the to top off the defense. But that's where the balance came in. Brandon Bean recognized how to help his quarterback, and he brought the necessary players in. He brought Cole Beasley in to give Josh that confidence that he can throw short and accurate. Uh, you know, underneath and intermediate. John Brown, the same thing. So when Josh mastered those two things, what do you go do next? You go get you a number one receiver that can run all the routes in Stefan Diggs. So now Josh is just this elite quarterback now, and that changed the dynamics of Josh's game because Josh was supposed to be an elite game manager. He wasn't supposed to be this elite passer like a Patrick Mahomes and stuff like that. When they brought in Stefan Diggs, that changed the run game. There was more of a finesse and more RPO because when you look at it, when they had Shady McCoy in here and Devin mm-hmm. Singletary was a rookie, they mm-hmm. were more ground and pound, play action style, you know, that way. But when Stephon Diggs came, that changed the complexity of the whole offense. Quentin Spain had got a contract, but they made him lose all that damn weight and he lost all his leverage. He went and went. Mm. He was on a roll too. He was on a roll, absolutely. He was rolling. Oh, um, but I mean, uh, that that actually brings us a good point to go to halftime. So I just want to let you guys know that this weekend we are going to be celebrating my man, uh, Reuben Brown here, uh, his Hall of Fame bid as he has his legendary career. We all, you know, obviously are aware of. So we're going to be celebrating him this Saturday. Uh, make sure you guys are at the Mafia House. You guys know where the Mafia. House is it's right there next to the stadium. Uh, we're gonna be there all day. We got you know some drinks, we got some plants, <laughs> yep, we got some yep. giveaways, yep. trivia, food, whatever you can think of. We got it, and I mean, we got Bills fans, we got Bills legends. Like, what more could you ask for? Um, and it's all in the name of this man over here. Um, and at the uh, at the you know, the, the celebration. Um, he is going, we're going to, you know, have one of the, the raffle tickets, I'm sorry, not tickets, the raffle prizes that we have, we're going to be giving those away. So Ruben, why don't you show them the, the, the prizes that they could be receiving? Oh uh, man. Should they oh, win? This is just one. This is just one. I have yeah, two of these. If you can see. Hold on. Beautiful. Stand up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. The whole joint. Just imagine that. Now, this is the thing. You could put this on your wall, or you could put it on, you know, on the floor. But it's so nice, man. I would hang this up. Yeah. Honestly, it looked like it should go on the wall. If you, yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I would hang this up. I really I'll would punch somebody if they stub if they put their. Feet yeah, I, I'd be on you. Wipe your feet on this beautiful carpet. Nah, I'm putting that on the wall. So, <laughs> it, it it better be a sexy girl with no shoes on stepping on it before. <laughs> well, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's about the only thing. Some grapes by the by the fireplace <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so and, and we got a couple other little. I got a couple other little knickknacks that um we're gonna give, give away, away. but oh, that's man. the main one. Though we got two of these rugs. We're gonna auction them off. Thanks to our guys at Brooklyn Rug Burners. You can 
check them out on Instagram at Rug Burners um, Official, I, IG at Rug Burners Official, you know, or just go to RugBurners.com. It's on there, and you could actually purchase yourself one of these. Uh, I don't know if it'll get to you for Christmas because these are custom made, so it take them a few minutes to make them. But order yourself one. I mean, these are must-have, man. These are super fly. And a cool, cool-ass dude made them. My man Adam from Lords of Brooklyn, you know, he, he he's making these for uh, Everlast, Buster Rhymes, uh, Run DMC, you name it. He done made them for everybody. We lucky, man. We we in the clique. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the mafia's down. With cats like Everlast, Run DFC, all of these cats are, are getting rugs by my man Adam from Lords of Brooklyn. So we we in the cool crew. And so, it's nice and thick too. The texture of that thing is nice and thick. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'll tell you, I, I'm gonna show you something. And he pointed this out to me. Whereas you know how some rugs and things they don't have that edge mm -hmm. together. This is player, man. See oh, how that yeah. is? That's clean. That lining. Right. See all of that is sewn in there. He 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 went all out. This is this is his business. This is what he do. And um, he's shipping these things all over the world, man. So they're gonna open a shop up in Japan and stuff. So we can we could be a part of this by you know, he, he loves the fact that the Bills Mafia is crazy and stuff like that. He's happy to do this. So uh, go order yourself one, man. Get the, get a guy some business. And plus, he got fly, fly, fly stuff. Yeah, we're going to be giving them out Saturday, you know, at the tailgate. So you don't want to miss that. Make sure you're on deck at the at the Mafia house. It's going to be it's going to be some epic. It's going to be a great vibe and good time. You know, make sure you're out there early. Come early to avoid disappointment and your chance to win uh, a couple of these rugs. Yeah. For sure, for sure, absolutely. Um, so we just we just spoke about you know the celebration we're gonna have. Man, Mookie is gonna be there, of course. Uh, so it's gonna be a, a very fun day. You guys do not want to miss it, especially if you've been to a Bills Mafia tailgate before. You know this is about to be live. It, it just yeah. is. This is how we do with Bills Mafia. Um, all right. So next up, speaking of this Saturday, right, we have another division game, the third – I'm sorry, the final of the three division games in a row. We have the New England Patriots – come. I'm sorry, the Miami Dolphins coming to town. Um, and they just came off of two absolutely terrible losses. Uh, yeah. they, they they lost badly to the 49ers, and they lost pretty badly to the Chargers as well. Did not look good. Offense didn't look good. Defense didn't really look good. <laughs> I mean, you know, two weeks ago, Miami was, you know, super confident. You know, oh, we want the Bills. Oh, you know, they they making fun of Stephon Diggs and all this other crazy stuff. And now they get two devastating losses. Mookie, what is – this mean like do you think that they're going to come out more hungry or do you think they just dead fish in the water at this point i mean they're going to come out more hungry rightfully so but as of late they are dead fish in the water because teams got book on them now 
And I think that the Bills had the antidote first with Kyer Elam. When you look at San Fran, when you look at the Chargers on how they played Tyreek Hill, they played corners. They played more press man on Tyreek. They didn't play off of him. They played more man press. And, you know, they sent heat, heat on Tua. And I think that was the Bills. The Bills did that week three with Kyer Elam because here's a guy, you know, he's he's big, he's physical, and he can run with the cheetah. He runs a 4-3. So, you know, he held Tyreek Hill to two catches and 33 yards that first game. Nobody's talking about that still, you know. So, and, you know, they did apply pressure. You can corral Tua, keep him in the pocket, and, you know, he's not a tall guy. So when you cut his passing lanes off, you know, he has no choice but to, you know, try to force the ball somewhere he doesn't or, you know, he's going to get sacked. So the Bills need to be, you know, aggressive, 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 uh, especially on third downs, too. I mean, when they played the Jets, they were aggressive on first and second down. They played defense so good just to give it up on third down. I'm quite sure that Leslie Frazier is going to, you know, dial it up on a few third and long situations you know, because that's the scheme. They rely on the four-man pressure, and, you know, you got to have seven guys back there to tackle when the quarterback throws short. Um, but the Bills need to force the action a little bit on third down because you don't have the closer in Vaughn Miller. Uh, we do get pressure good enough, but let's make sure we get pressure on the quarterback on third down because I didn't like the fact that they did let a hurting Mike White just sit back in the pocket on third down and convert and convert and convert thirds and 15s, thirds and 12s. This guy out here with, 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 with partially broke ribs, and we're not applying any pressure on third down. I didn't have no understanding to that. And, you know, the Bills are going to have to do things that they normally don't do within their scheme to, you know, get off the field on third down. So um, I think the Bills continue that recipe. Uh, this is the revenge tour, and the re revenge tour start right here at, at, with Miami. The Bills need this game. It's a must win for them to get back on top of the division. They're already top in the conference, but this put them in the driver's seat for the division as well. And this is a game I'm quite sure that Coach McDermott is not going to take lightly. He's going to, you know, make sure that these guys are playing fast and physical on both sides of the ball. Looking at the first game, they essentially blew out. I mean, they blew out the Dolphins in every way except the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. uh, Dolphins are looking bad. Uh, two is not looking good the last two weeks. The Bills are on a four-game winning streak. The Miami Dolphins, who needed heaters in L.A., allegedly, mm -hmm. are coming to 20-degree Buffalo. I mean, are, is this is this like a really bad loss if the Bills were to give this one up, Ruben? Oh, Yeah. Totally, it's a huge <laughs> loss if the Bills give this up. It's, it's no time to lose against any uh, division opponent right now. There's no room for error. That time has passed. Oh, oh by the way, they already gave the loss that they could afford to give, and, and now there's no room. So any loss from here on out is bad loss. I just hope they don't throw the ball 63 times like they did the first game. 63. Hopefully, a dick get them the 100 degree weather, too. Yeah, you know, come on, run that rock, man. Right. I see, Ruby, you were you, you, you probably would have been uh kicked off the team by now because you probably would have been cussing Dorsey out when you're not running the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you've been fine, you've yeah. been in the trailer. Maybe everybody in the in the um in the boardroom scratching and like, 
how do we get rid of our Pro Bowl left guard? <laughs> <laughs> what how excuse we, can we make? <laughs> how do we get rid of him? He, he ain't making it easy on us at all. When you fucking up, you need to be told. Shoot, somebody tells, they tell me when I'm messing up, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, man, this would be a horrible loss for the Bills if they if they did take a loss. But I think everything's shaping up for them to um, really dominate. Honestly, I'm saying dominate this go around. All right, that that actually leads me into my next question for you guys before we uh, get into the kneel down. Um, when when you take a look at the Bills uh, and what they have left for the remainder of their season. What do you want to see from the Bills in these last few games that'll make you comfortable with where we are headed into the playoffs, Mookie? I want to see more balance and I want to see the Bills aggressive. This is towards the end of the season. You got to start gearing yourself for the playoffs. You got to start gearing that mentality for the playoffs. And that mentality needs to be a more balanced attack. You can't be too predictable offensively going late in the season, heading into postseason. And you must be aggressive, aggressive, aggressive on defense. You know, uh, the recipe to Super Bowls is a sound run game and great defense. We need to inherit that. You know, at some capacity, we need to inherit that. We can't be we, – we make ourselves one-dimensional, and it's easy for a team to scheme at that. So Dorsey needs to be more creative in his offensive scheme. He needs to create more balance with the run game to help the passing game. And on the flip side, the defense need to be more aggressive. We need more run blitzing. We cannot be with our backs up against the wall inside the red zone, and we're not blitzing. You see Zazanovan Knight just run so easy off the edge and score because we're not run blitzing. What are we doing? Why are we playing so soft inside the red zone? We're not sending a linebacker. But when he do send a linebacker, the Bills are one of the best defenses in the NFL. I hope you realize that and recognize that and just keep dialing it up more often than not because that's going to keep teams off their toes because analytically, the Bills play 75% with a soft box. And teams take advantage of Coach Frazier's screen because he doesn't he doesn't get out of that. He doesn't waver from that. And sometimes, you know, that comes a disadvantage when you think it's an advantage in your scheme. Ruben, what about you? What would make you comfortable uh, from the Bills? You know, make the, what do you need to see from the Bills that would make you comfortable going into the playoffs? Well. Honestly, I think I'd be comfortable with the type of game they just finished playing. You know, one where they just command the the time of possession and they control the tempo of the game. And if they can impose their will on it, you know, right now we're asking them to do some running stuff, but maybe they don't have enough yet. But whatever they do, whatever plays they call, just be ahead of the chain, be commanding, you know, be commanding of uh, of the game, you know, command the game, be in charge of the game from beginning to end. And, and that would make me feel like they're on the right track. All right. Fair enough. All right. 
we're gonna go ahead and get into kneel downs. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Key, everybody yeah. locking up tonight. <laughs> what uh, kind of I a service Mookie got? <laughs> I I don't know, but it looked like he just saw something. Um, <laughs> like somebody walked in or something. Or, or he saw some type of news on his phone. We might be getting some breaking news soon. Oh, all, um, right. all right, so we're going to go ahead and start with, of course, the Hall of Famer, Ruben Brown. Ruben's rundown. What's on your mind tonight, Ruben? Well, you know, this is the time type of time of season where, you know, Ruben's theme uh, is run the ball in order to win. And going forward, the Bills have to make a really concerted effort to establish that for the playoff run. It's definitely needed. It's an aspect of the game that opponents know that the Bills haven't committed too much to it. So I think that's a way for the Bills to kind of get an edge on their opponents, actually, is to focus in on what we can do to have some type of consistent run attack opposed to Josh attack. We need a real run attack where our running backs are more than capable. I hate getting on the air and trying to defend our running backs. The the offensive coordinator and the general manager, the head coach know that the running backs are good enough for us. They wouldn't be on the team. And I think they need to get be given the opportunity to do so. And the last thing that I like to run down on is um, our defensive line. Um, there's a lot of pressure, I would say, right now on Russo. But it seems from what I saw, he's he's up to the challenge. He's he's up to the challenge to know that since Vaughn isn't there anymore, he's one of the key components in that line that's going to get the pressure. You think he saw this week, he came out and also against the Patriots. He, he, I mean, he was dominant and we need to see more dominance or consistency of, of that. I mean, he's been playing great all year. I mean, but really we're in the hunt now and he has to go and get it and be that top pick that we brought him in here to be, you know, I've never been a, fan of Miami players, but I'm a fan of his. So he's he's won me over when I never before liked any Miami players other than Jim Kelly. <laughs> you don't like the you? What? I mean... I, I can't say too much because... I'm going to say that off camera. I, look, I love <laughs> Russo. I love Russo. I love Jim Kelly. I can't talk nothing about that university. You get me talking about the university, bad things come out of my mouth. So I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> All right. We definitely don't want you getting in trouble. So we're going to leave it at that. All right. Uh, and <laughs> since Coach is not here, um, I'm just going to go ahead with my uh, you general rule. Um, I want to take this time to celebrate you, man. I, I I think that it's so dope that I get to podcast with the great Ruben Brown. You know what I mean? Like, as a kid, my dad made me watch Bill's games, and, you know, eventually I got into it, and, you know, Ruben Brown, you know what I mean? He was on TV. He was our, he was our offensive lineman. Like, you know, he was our star offensive lineman as well. Like, 
you know, it's so cool to, you know, and then you came on a podcast um, and it was cool to just be able to talk to you. And now we've gotten to work and get to know each other. And like, you've taught me a ton, you know, I really appreciate just, just who you are and, you know, how, how, you know, well you treated me since we started working together, man, you're awesome. Uh, you know, you're an inspiration, you know, it, it's really dope that I, I get to work with Ruben Brown and I'm, I'm excited to celebrate you this weekend. I just wanted to let you know, man, I love you. I thank you, you know, for everything that you've done for me, man. Awesome. Hey, the feelings mutual justice, man. I've, I've been learning from you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I, I have to take this opportunity since you praised me so much. I, I return it back to you because I believe that you're an awesome talent and this meeting, what you're doing right now here is only the beginning. I can see a lot of great things in the future for you. And I enjoy doing it with you. It, honestly, it's been natural. Like since yeah. we started, it's just been natural. So natural. Uh, thank you, Justice. I love you too, man. One love all day, every day. You know, you my homie. And always will be. And I really enjoy doing this with you, you know. Absolutely. Uh, and we enjoy Mookie, too, when he around. Yeah, Mookie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. But I appreciate it. One love, man, you know. And we're going to keep doing it. I'm excited about coming out and meeting all the fans. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, it's and number one, it's a Bills game. So it's a reason to party, yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh, I'm happy that everybody's going to be, you know, give, showing me some love and stuff like that. And I, I really, I appreciate it, man. I don't even really know how to respond other than. <laughs> you know, good, man. I, you know what? That was, I, I wasn't really looking for a response just because, like, you know, it was sincere. I really meant that. And um, I I'm, I'm excited about, you know, you know, meeting you this weekend as well. So Wonderful. we definitely going to have a great time. You know, yeah. Listen, y'all, y'all better be there or be square, yes, man. Yes. This is a celebration. Right? It's going to be a party. Come on. Man. You better come early because I might smoke up all the weed. <laughs> <laughs> we bite up. <laughs> all right, all guys. Right, man. Uh, thank you for tuning in uh, tonight. We will see you guys probably after the Dolphins game. Yeah. We might, you know, do some a little something, something since we all going to be there anyway. Um, but, yeah, I mean, since my man Mookie not here to say it, do you believe? <laughs> All right, go Bills. Yeah, Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.